Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 108 in Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now. Again, Wednesday's show, Canada Day. Uh, some might say this is an oxymoron, a best of Oilers Now show for you coming up. So we've uh, rearranged our schedule today. Uh, Mark Spector just doing a half-hour hit. Uh, Brian Lawton's going to join us in 37 seconds' time. Connor McDavid's agent, Jeff Jackson, part of a big agency move, uh, Wasserman, uh, which is a prominent agency that crosses multiple platforms, uh, has uh, purchased Marcus Lato's Acme World Sports, or they've merged, I guess you can say. The second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Again, Brian Lott, NHL Network, Jeff Jackson from Wasserman coming up in the second hour of the show. You can reach us on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline and text us at 780-496-0063 or Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over 35 years. I asked you, would you uh, go to uh, Rogers Place for playoff games if you were allowed to? And Mitch has texted us and said, give me a mask and a virus test. I'd go to a game. No different than going anywhere else right now. Airplanes are now uh, booking full flights. Yes. Uh, And without as good a service as they had before. And many of you would suggest... uh, that it wasn't good enough before. So uh, that's going to be intriguing as things scale back uh, and industries try to get going again. All right, off to our River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Pleased to be joined by Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. Hi, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. How are you? Good. All right. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. You headed up Octagon. It was a prominent agency for a long time. It still is a prominent agency. It's got guys like uh, Leon Dreisettel and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Uh, so if if you were advising your players right now, there's four cities left. Bob McKenzie from TSN reporting that Los Angeles is out. The four cities left are uh, Edmonton, Toronto, Las Vegas, and Chicago. If you were advising your clients right now, where should they be playing if, if uh, you were still in your role at Octagon? Uh, right now, for me, believe it or not, the first choice for me would be Edmonton. 
and I've been kind of beating this drum for a while, and I don't care that I'm on Edmonton Radio. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It just has to do with more of a factual basis in terms of where is the safest place to play with a really good setup, I might add. So uh, for me, it'd be Edmonton 1, Toronto 2, Chicago 3, and Vegas 4, believe it or not. I know that's not the consensus out there, but that is the way I feel 100%. You have your league sources. Uh, you've been a GM in the league as well. You were part of. Were you not part of the association when you were a player? Like, yeah, were you not? Yeah, yeah, like, but you were a prominent. Like, you were one of the guys that was involved in in sitting in on the meetings and that sort of thing. Would they be aware of what's happened in Vegas? That they've got roughly four thousand positive cases over the last week. They got five hundred and fifty people or so in the hospital. One hundred and thirty plus in ICU. With the uh, with the medical people and with the people uh, representing the league and with the members of the NHLPA that are negotiating this, would they be aware of numbers like that, do you think? Oh, uh, certainly the top people are aware, but I can tell you when I talk to players, the average player, uh, he's not quite as educated as I'd like him to see. He's certainly not as educated as a group of players was when, when I was playing. I was on the negotiating committee for the players back in 92, particularly when we went on strike late in the year, this season is somewhat like that. Of course, there's not going to be any strike, but there's just as many things to work out with the new TBA and return to play protocol. So there are some similarities, but um, I feel that when I talk to the players, Bob, most of them are just waiting for the word as to where they're going to go and what the overall makeup or what that's going to look like is going to be. And that's it. And uh, I'd like to see the guys more involved because they're the ones that are going to have to go through it. They're the ones that are going to have to live it. And ultimately, it's just not a deal that you want to find out later and say, geez, I wish I had known that before we made this decision. So I'm hoping what's going on right now and part of the reasons why things are slowing down is because that's happening behind the scenes really quickly. I'm hopeful that that's what's happening. Uh, I haven't got anything to indicate that is what's happening yet, though. We've already had reports in other sports like basketball and baseball players saying they are not going to play and there needs to be an opt-out clause for hockey. Is hockey a different sport? Does it have a different type of uh, athlete that has a different identity when it comes to team? than maybe some other sports that might put greater pressure on hockey players to play. I definitely think that it does, although I will say this, the other sports have, you know, I I think you're seeing all the sports pull together as time goes on. There's just a lot of warriors that I have great respect for in the NBA, in MLB, certainly in the NFL. Um, But hockey players in particular, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of pressure. Um, Everybody wants to be that guy that will do whatever it takes to compete. Personally, I absolutely believe that any player with a family or personal situation should 100% have the ability to opt out. As a matter of fact, I believe it's illegal if they don't, particularly if they have a verifiable reason. So we've seen it in baseball already. We haven't heard of anybody yet in hockey, but if they do, uh, the world has changed, and that player with a legitimate reason will get complete respect from his peers. I don't have any doubt about that. I just think from a safety standpoint, for all the players that have committed to playing, 
uh, Edmonton, for me, it looks like the safest play, place out there by the math right now. Therefore, it's a first choice for me. Yeah, we're joined by Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. Brian, this is tied to the CBA. This is an important time for Gary, isn't it? Uh, do you get the sense that Gary, like Gary's probably not going to be the commissioner in five to six years from now? He's had an, a, an extended career here at this. Um, often what happens is when leaders get late into their career, they really don't want to go to war anymore. They want to live in a little bit of peace and harmony. Do you, do, you, do you think Gary's, do you get the, you're around Gary once in a while, you've got access to Gary. Do you think that he's got a bit of that, hey, this, especially in light of what's happened with COVID-19 and how the pandemic's affected the world, that this is not the time for selfishness. This is, or for, you know, people have to be open-minded and accepting at the best of times, but this is clearly the case in COVID and there's no appetite in the public for a prolonged labor battle here either. Yeah, in terms of Gary, I've known him for a very long time. Um, he's a very different person now than he was when he started in the National Hockey League. He has been incredibly open-minded with the players. As a matter of fact, I've heard repeatedly from the player side of things that Gary has been unusually accommodating. And I think a lot of that has to do with age and just being in the job and you know, really getting the respect uh, that Gary deserves. A lot of the fans still give Gary a hard time, but to me, that's not really current anymore. There were maybe some things that rankled people early on in his career, but he really has grown. He's been a great leader. If he can pull this off, uh, it's really incredible to get a deal done. A new CBA for potentially three, four, five years added on top of what we have left. Um, a return-to-play protocol, consensus from the players, that to me would be an absolutely remarkable event, and yet I don't think it's that far away. I don't think it's totally nailed down yet, but I think it's really close. And you have to credit not just Gary, but everybody in the NHL office for working towards that, and Donald Fair as well. You know, Donald is a few years older than Gary, about four by my recollection. You could say the same things about him. Um, and yet I think both gentlemen have grown in their positions and they're at a point in life where they don't need to prove anything. They want to do what's best for hockey, and I hope that's what happens at the end. How much influence does a guy like Matthew Schneider, former NHL, is he, is, would he be considered the number two for the NHLPA or the number three? Uh, well, obviously Donald Fair has his brother Steve working there as well, and he's senior. But from the player's standpoint, yeah, Matthew is absolutely the number one guy. He carries a lot of with the group. Uh, he's a longtime respected player. And, um, you know, you can rest assured that nothing is really going to get done without Matthew's approval. That's his position that he holds with the league, and he's done a nice job. And, and he's going to be an integral part if we do have an agreement here. Uh, Don and Matthew, you know, to me, this is I wouldn't say it snuck up on them, but I think they were maybe preparing for a little bit further down the road. And the way that everything has happened with this pandemic, it's accelerated things. In some ways, that's a very good thing for reaching an agreement. In other ways, it can be challenging if you haven't laid the foundation that's necessary to get something done. And if this doesn't happen, it'll be because of that, in my opinion, that maybe there wasn't enough ramp-up time, enough runway uh, laid enough foundation created but uh, all signs are pointing towards we will get this done and we will have hockey back 
uh, in a real form within two and a half weeks from now. Um, from the NHL Network, Brian Lott and Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Did you see Elliot Friedman's report uh, that there may be the, the CBA also tied to the 2022 Olympics and Olympic participation for the NHL uh, players in China? Um, always been a given for me. I'm not surprised by that. Certainly okay. heard that much, much earlier than this. Uh, it's one of the boxes I have checked that I, I'll be more shocked if I don't see them see that than if I do. Okay, interesting. Uh, we're joined right now by uh, Brian Lott and Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, with you on Oilers now. Brian, who do you think's got the advantage here? If we once we do get back up and running, uh, assuming that comes to fruition, because it's still a big if, and we're not sure where it's going to happen. Um, do you think, when you look at teams like Montreal and Chicago that were out of it and made trades and, and moved players out, do you think it might be harder to motivate teams like that? Because I've heard there's been a little bit of pushback with some of their players. Uh, on the, uh, and contrast that with maybe a, a younger, hungrier team like Edmonton that was you know getting back in the playoffs this year. We're going to finish probably no lower than second or third, maybe even as high as first in the Pacific Division. Could you maybe comp- compare and contrast what you think the mindset might be for players in Montreal or Chicago versus maybe, you know, the likes of a McDavid or Dreisaitl with Edmonton looking to have some success? It's certainly the strangest of circumstances for teams like Montreal and Chicago. I mean, just look at Chicago. Gone is Gustafson. Gone is Robin Lehner. You think they couldn't have used those guys with the way things have worked out? Obviously, Stan Bowman, you can't fault him. Nobody had any idea that this was going to happen, uh, but you can't you can't ignore the circumstances either. Uh, you'll have a little bit of that. Uh, we got nothing to lose attitude from a team like Chicago. We basically were rolling things back, peeling things back, not believing that they were going to be in the in the playoffs, and now here they are in a playing round. So that's going to be something that's fascinating to me to watch. Um, now, if I really start to dissect the individual teams, now the Edmonton Oilers, do they really need us to come back and play because there's a growth that needs to occur for them? And I really felt like it was gonna, it's going to hurt the organization if that doesn't happen. I'm not saying they're going to win the Stanley Cup year, this year, but they need to go through the process of finding out what it's about at a higher level with the structure of the team where it is now. It's going to continue to change. Uh, I think they're going to do better than people might expect. Um, I like the young legs. I like the enthusiasm of the group. And I like their coaching. I also don't mind their goaltending, something that I had as a question mark coming into the year. So I'm pretty excited about the prospects for Edmonton. But I also could say the same thing about a team like Pittsburgh, a team who's not going to pass on a golden opportunity like this could be to really do some damage in the playoffs. They're, They're getting healthier. Their star players are rested. They have a veteran team that knows what it takes. They have excellent goaltending. They have excellent coaching. Um, they've got star defensemen, star forwards. They have every component you could want to have a championship team. So it's going to be terrific. I mean, I can't tell you how excited I am just to watch how things unfold, to find out how wrong I am on some of this analysis, and hopefully to find out how right I am on some of, some of it. Uh, it's just completely different, unique, Bob, and that's the beauty of it, even all the way down to the draft lottery. 
we've already seen how incredulous people are as to what happened there. Uh, and yet I think it's awesome. Uh, I think it's absolutely amazing that, uh, you know, maybe Alexei Lafreniere ends up on a real quality team, uh, something that uh, hasn't happened in a very, very long time. Yeah, that's an interesting one. One final one for you, a little bit different perspective, but you've maybe had some similar experience with your days with Octagon. We're going to have Jeff Jackson coming up. He's Connor McDavid's agent. Uh, he's with the Wasserman, of course, before he was with the Orr Group, but with Wasserman. And they uh, they acquired Acme World Sports. That's Marcus Lato's group. Are these impactful things that, like, can they change the complexion of uh, – how agencies work when when you know there's partnerships that get put together and one group buys out another group those sort of things yeah i mean to be honest with you bob it was the number one strategy that i had back in the kind of mid 90s when i sold my firm to octagon it was advantage at the time but you know i've told this story before I, i i sold my firm to be more global you know, I was a one-man band, really, had about 20 clients, but I had a vision of what a modern agency would look like. And one of the things that I wanted was essentially $10 million to be able to use for acquisitions. That's how Alan Walsh, Larry Kelly, uh, different people came to the firm. This is a little bit of history repeating itself. And even Wasserman was on the record of saying they wanted a little more global approach that's what they're going to get with Peter Leto at Acme Sports and that whole group. Uh, it's just going to give them more touches around the world. It's going to strengthen them. Um, I think the business is going to consi- continue to consolidate. And in the end, you really want to be able to have clout with how business is done with teams. I think your clients will do a little bit better. And what do I mean by that? I, it just It's really impactful on a general manager who might have the upper hand on you knows that uh, he's got the upper hand this week, but next week someone else from the firm will be back to visit them, and the shoe might be on the other foot. So I think it's an excellent move. Uh, It's fascinating times. It's funny how this cycle is kind of coming back. That was gone for quite a while. Consolidation ran out of control. Prices were too inflated, and now it's coming back around again. So I'm excited for Jeff and their group. And uh, certainly excited from all the folks from PD and, and of course, uh, uh, Marcus Leto to be joining a bigger firm. Uh, if you do it right, it can work really well. It's not easy. It's just a matter of getting everybody implemented into the same culture. Very much like managing a hockey team. Hey, Brian, have a great 4th of July weekend in the U.S. and uh, happy belated birthday. Thanks, Bob, for reminding me of that. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> there you go. That's Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. It's 125 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers now. We'll take a quick timeout. Hi, this is Jujar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chet. About half an hour ago, uh, it's currently 128 in Edmonton, uh, but Ryan Rashock from TSN tweeted out, doesn't sound like a hub city decision likely to come today. CBA talks dominated the conversation for right now, and of course, word is looking for a six-year extension to 2026. It's 128 in Edmonton. Uh, here we go. Let's uh, hit on this. While we got the opportunity, there's an old saying, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. It's another saying, great customer service, massive key to successful businesses as well. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They'll provide you with outstanding service at the time of purchase and will continue that standard of service after the sale as well. So let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford lend a hand. You can reach them at 1-877-477-3673 or go online at brentridge.com. Now, you can keep texting us at uh, (laughs) 780-496-0063. Here we go. Bob, just an idea. What if every year there was a pause? Say four weeks, playoff teams get healthy, the league hypes things up for a month, fans get pumped, and then bam, the playoffs. Every team is healthier or at least healthier. Yeah, I don't see that happen. Uh, Coach Dad says, uh, Bob, Edmonton makes the most sense for return to play. Therefore, they will not get it. I hope I'm wrong, but watch it happens. Um, and this text comes in at 129 at Edmonton. Bob, does Yessa Pogliarby have a new agent or same agent under a new agency? He has the same agent, Marcus Lido, under the same agency. But never say never. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back in Oilers Now, we'll hook up with Jeff Jackson from Wasserman here in Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.